Also, I had to turn my uh, headphones on. Bogarty. Hey, hey, Ben. Uh, so that was a good almost one minute of me babbling uh, while calling you. <laughs> so uh, might want to leave some of it off. We'll see what happens. Depends on if it's gold or not. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not <laughs> probably. Uh, right, I I'll wanted to let word. you know. Uh, part of the reason why I'm calling late, but let's be honest, probably only 20% of why I'm calling late, uh, is the same reason we're not having, um, uh, corrections, uh, this week. I'm just going to say it right off the top. Um, it is May 14th, 2020. Yeah. A day before my birthday. Yeah. And Jennifer's grandmother, uh, has just died uh this morning or this afternoon oh crap i I don't she do you she got the news this afternoon do you want to stop and do this some other time uh no no i i asked her if if i could mention it she said yes uh but i'm not really going to get into it okay uh the the one thing is that it was it wasn't a shock right it was expected that it um was going to happen uh She's of course upset about it. Um of course. Uh because why wouldn't you be? Um so so yeah. Uh I I I, I said this is exactly what was happening. Uh, I've been watching Elementary, yeah. which is a pretty good show. Uh I enjoy it. And uh I said uh out loud because I had gotten uh, the text from you that said "Yo!" exclamation <laughs> point. I said, "Oh crap!" Uh, podcast, and she was like, "Oh yeah." Well, I got to go to the store, and I was like, "Are there corrections for today?" And she's like, "I'm not really uh, <laughs> thinking about the podcast today." I'm like, "Right, right, of course, right. yes, right." So uh, that's that's where that's at. Um, All right. Well, give my uh, give my condolences to Jennifer. I will. I definitely will. Uh, she mentioned uh, that she hates uh, the term "past." Right. You know that they've passed right. away. She doesn't like using it. Uh, I I always say my condolences. That's that's my go to. Um, some people uh, will say like, "When did they pass?" or whatever. I don't. I'm not good with consoling people. <laughs> I don't know if you something you and I have you, in common. Yeah, exactly. Oh no. Oh, that's a that's a problem. Uh, I I never thought about it before, but you and I have rarely had to tag team comfort anyone. Uh, but yeah, it would be it would be not it would be not great. Not great. Although I, I would say ushering people into the afterlife, you and I would be fine with it. Well, There's you, a, that makes it so, you make it sound like we're murderers. Well, oh no, no. I mean, I mean, they're ghosts. Obviously, in a world where ghosts exist, gotcha. if it were you and I going, okay, um, just go down there. Oh, uh, I hate to tell you, uh, but what you did on Earth doesn't really matter. Uh, as far as where you end up, I know they say that, but that's because they're on Earth. They have to say that, right? Because uh, it tries to. Because otherwise, Earth gets like real crazy, 
uh, real fast. So the idea that the afterlife uh, is better if you're good on Earth, uh, we have to say that uh, here, but we just want to let you know doesn't matter uh and you do get to keep all your stuff so uh, and your dog too if you you have one yeah exactly that's that's a good thing cats no uh cats uh it would be possible it would be possible uh the cats just aren't into it uh as soon as we 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 let the cats choose yeah and uh, they've never chosen to stay with the person yeah no sorry sorry to say um so I have a blister on my thumb for making thwap balls. Uh, I have made oh, three. The world's so, first thwap stack injury. Yes, exactly. And and as as we've stated, this is uh, May fourteenth that we're recording this. So the first game of outdoor thwap stack hasn't happened. But uh, the first game of indoor thwap stack and basement garage thwap stack, both of those have happened. And I know what you're saying, Paul. What do you mean indoor and basement garage? Okay, a big thing happened. Um, all all of these games uh, were conceived mentally. I never actually put them into practice. Uh, and the balls that were created for indoor thwap stack, which are made out of electrical tape, uh, could break anything in a house, <laughs> uh, pretty much. So, uh, so I had to have tabletop thwap stack, uh, which is the one with the balls made out of scotch tape. That's now indoor thwap stack. You can play it sitting sitting down, or you could play it, uh, you know, like we have it on the floor. But that's for indoor. If you're gonna use the electrical tape balls, do not use it in the kitchen or a living room. You got to use it in a garage is, or a basement. Is this a lesson that you had to learn the hard way? Uh, it's a lesson that I realized as I was setting up, I'm like, okay, we got to do this in the basement. This is not going to work. Um, because yeah, they're, they're pretty solid, pretty rock solid. Yeah. Uh, those things. Um, Betty, Betty has been doing, uh, pretty good. Uh, she beat me in the one. So if you go to YouTube, there is a, um, well, actually it's, it's not listed, uh, but if you go to my blog, there's a link to the YouTube uh, of the match between me and Betty. And uh, she won. And the, she would have won by a lot more, but she had a line violation. Uh, and and she has her disdain for the game uh, on display throughout the entire thing. You don't uh, say. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, surly teen Betty Goody Pratt. <laughs> Um, beating her father at a game, uh, which is, which is good. It's, I'm glad that she won, uh, because it, if it were a game that only I win, uh, it would, it wouldn't be good. It would be, uh, well, it wouldn't be people fun. would get mad. Yeah. Who would want to play it? Uh, but so yeah, the, uh, by the time this comes out, uh, unless the weather tomorrow is horrible, <laughs> and then the subsequent weathers, because if we don't play it tomorrow, we have to play it some other time. Uh, there will have been an outdoor version of Thwapstack played, and that's the one with the uh, the huge six inch diameter uh, duct tape balls that would break someone's leg if you threw it at it hard enough. Now, are these duct tape balls based on like those uh, rubber recess balls? Uh, no, 
No, they're, uh, they are, I, I think I might've told this story before, but maybe not. Um, f- I used to wrap things in duct tape. Uh, and what, what you're looking at is basically, uh, two rolls of duct tape, two normal rolls of duct tape, probably 70 yards of duct tape around an object, usually around the size of a tennis ball. And they don't bounce, uh, that high or anything like that. They, uh, they're solid. Uh, they're more for bowling. That's sort of what you want to do. But like the, uh, the electrical tape ones and the scotch tape ones bounce if you throw them hard enough. So it's possible that these will too. Um, and I have it listed as outdoor slash gymnasium, but I'm wondering if these things would actually damage a gymnasium floor if you were to throw it well, really hard I at it. Well, I tell you, if I were the owner of a gymnasium, I wouldn't allow this game to be played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, the the big thing is, though, if you stay outside of the drop zone, you should be pretty much okay. The drop zone is between the center line and... Uh, it's halfway between the center line and the stack zone. And basically the idea is that the ball has to hit at least once in that zone before it can go into the stack zone. Uh, and the stack zone is uh, like a three by two usually uh, area for outdoor. So the idea would be that no one can, if, if you throw it at your opponent and just hit them with it, you're going to get disqualified. For that round, for sure, and I'm sure um, that the, the pain the other person feels is probably going to end the game. Yeah, there are rules. There are rules about it. Um, it you're you're put at a huge disadvantage if you intentionally foul someone. Um, so that's that's another that's another point. So yeah, we'll see. Um, like I said, hopefully next week next week next week podcast I'll be able to talk about it. Um, <laughs> So my, my Twitter hiatus, I cut it short so that I could go and advertise the game a little bit. Uh, but as soon as I was on there, again, I felt my productivity just take a nosedive. So I I got off of it again. And we'll see how long it lasts. You know, I know that I come back I don't often. know. I don't know when the current clock has started. Oh, I, I, I tagged you for it. Uh, it was... Either last night or the night before. Ah. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, so I've, I, what the, the question is, you know, what do I normally do? You know, cause normally I pull it up and I, and I just scroll and that's all I do. If, if it's cause I follow enough people that there's constantly <clears throat> new content. Right. Right. Uh, so I've been playing two dots. You remember that game? No. Two dots. Uh, you make little squares with colored dots and they, uh. It's it's fun. It's sort of mindless. Um, but what I have, what I've determined is that you have lives, and when you run out of lives, you can't play anymore. So that's a good thing for me, um, because I'm skilled at it. So I don't I don't run out of lives that often. But when I do, then I have to find something else to do for like 15 minutes or whatever. Um, and then also watching Elementary. Elementary has like a hundred and fifty some odd episodes. I didn't realize they uh, had that much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a lot more than seasons. Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. And and here's the thing that, and I I mean this with the utmost respect to the show Sherlock. 
I think elementary is a little bit better <laughs> for me because you can have it on sort of in the background. But the other thing is that the acting is pretty good in it. And Jennifer pointed out that it shoots in New York. So you have all of these stage actors playing these really small roles and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. And uh, Johnny Lee Miller is fine. Don't mind him at all. High stuff. praise. So, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think we talked about this, that I watched the two different Frankensteins. Yeah. Uh, and that the Johnny Lee Miller as the creature one was better. Okay. Because, uh, okay, Benedict Cumberbatch's creature. If I haven't said this before on the podcast, I'll mention it. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as the creature, that first, like, uh, part where it's pretty much just the creature learning stuff, uh, it's awesome. He does a really good job. Uh, but as Jennifer pointed out, he he's doing like seven different things as the creature and it can become sort of distracting and Johnny Lee Miller's portrayal of Frankenstein isn't uh doing the the show uh a lot of favors he's a very sort of static guy whereas Benedict Cumberbatch's Frankenstein is uh enjoyable and uh, has levels and stuff like that. And Johnny Lee Miller, as the creature, is also good. He does he does a fine thing as, again, uh, all credit to Jennifer for this observation. He's good at playing broken people. And what is Frankenstein if not uh, a broken person? Sure. Reassembled. But the monster uh, creature, much more broken. Uh, and... You know, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch playing someone who is uh, having a hard time relating to people, uh, who's a human being but creates another person, uh, is good as well. Seems to Does be. Does that all make thing. sense? Yeah, I yeah. I haven't seen Johnny Lee Miller in anything other than Train Spotting, so it would be weird to watch him as uh, oh. Doctor Frankenstein. Did you ever see him in Hackers? No, I never saw that. Oh, you should see Hackers. Uh, it may not be any good anymore, but at the time that I watched it, it was good. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta uh, quantify a lot of things that way. I've been actually binging Community lately. I'm, I've, I've oh. blown through the first five seasons. Where did you, where do you watch them? It is on Netflix right now. Hey, well there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah Community is a good show. Yeah, they did a, they did a fine, I'd a seen, fine job. I'd seen, I think the first like you know two and a half seasons. So I just started at the beginning again anyway, and I'm making my way through. There's some, there's some really clever, clever bits in there, and I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that I'm just not getting. Yeah, but it was fun to see uh, the writer sort of like acknowledge, uh, just acknowledge things. So um, Jonathan Banks. Uh, is part of the cast in the final two seasons. And Jonathan Banks, as you know, plays Mike Ehrmantraut in Breaking Bad and Better Call sure, Saul. Sure, yeah. And um, as well as, what was he, Wise Guy? That old TV show from the Yeah, from yeah, the yeah, he was in Wise Guy. That's right. Yeah. So, Very good. Anyway, um, uh, uh, so there's a, there's a genre episode of Community um, that's basically Breaking Bad. And ah. and uh, Vince Gilligan has a 
has a cameo, which was fun to see because oh. Vince Gilligan is not really an actor, uh, but he has a he has a pretty I would say not insignificant role. Nice. Well, that's kind of cool. So it's been kind of fun seeing all these little uh, treats and tricks. And I'm uh, so I'm starting. I'm probably gonna watch the first few episodes of season six, which is the Yahoo season. I don't know if you remember the whole thing about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Community. They like NBC canceled them, and then Yahoo brought them back for a sixth season to stream on their platform, whatever it was. Don't know if anybody yeah. watched it. Don't know if it's any good, but you know, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh... What is it? Uh, Reno 911 came back for QB, I think. Uh, and I am not planning on getting QB. Yeah. Uh, the the fun thing uh, that, I, that I read, uh, well, QB is a stream service that uh, I think was going to do like bite-sized, like 15-minute shows, maybe, uh, could be what it was. But it's a new streaming service, either way. And uh, it didn't do well. And... From what I remember, uh, the people that started it when it wasn't doing well blamed it on COVID nineteen. Oh jeez! <laughs> and if you're gonna blame something on COVID nineteen, not watching television, right, <laughs> would be one of the things I would suggest. Uh, isn't isn't good? Oh man, uh, that's something crazy here in Illinois. Um, we dip down to, uh, usually we have about 2,000 new cases a day Okay. in Illinois. Um, you know, we've got Chicago, so that Right, I'm that just assuming everybody in Illinois just blames everything on Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, so, we, uh, so we had over on Mother's Day, that's the 10th, right? Uh, 1,200 new cases, so a big dip. Right? Right. And then on Monday, the Monday afterwards, uh, went up to uh, like 4,000 new cases. Because all the people feeling uh, symptoms on Mother's Day didn't go to the hospital. Right, exactly. They went to uh, well, that's my house. thought. And then it went back down again. Yeah. Uh, so I could be off a little bit because, you know, it's it's mentioned a day later so i think like we got wednesday's results today uh and monday's results on tuesday that sort of thing because today uh they were back down uh in the sort of mid thousands so uh or you know under like a little bit over a thousand kind yeah. of uh, uh, stay so tuned. wild ride right now. Yeah, stay tuned for a wild ride in Wisconsin because the Supreme Court overruled the governor's stay-at-home order, and bars and restaurants have opened back up. <laughs> the Supreme Court of Wisconsin, the state Supreme Court. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, that's that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, did I mention that there was a? Yeah, I did. I did. There, there was a restaurant that opened up uh, here. In not not here, but on the other side of the river in Missouri, yeah. Um, and so a lot of people from Illinois w were apparently going over there and stuff like that. So that'll be an interesting thing to see. Um, probably a spike or whatever. I've not looked at the I've not looked at the numbers, but I know that Washington is one of the good states where we're yes. we're still trending downwards, um, and so. But we still have those those uh, chuckleheads surrounding the state capitol with uh, assault rifles, 
demanding that hair salons and restaurants open back up again. The Washington State Capitol? Yeah, the Washington State Capitol. Uh, which is in Olympia, is that right? Is in Olympia, which is the city hey, I, I grew it. up in. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. Yeah, but uh, and it, it's not like it's not like Michigan where they're like camping out there. There was like a rally, I think, on Saturday or something. Yeah, um, but the the uh, number of um, Republican lawyers have sued the state to open it back up. Wow. Yeah. That's, In the meantime, that's kind of crazy. I bought some comic books today, and I pulled up to my comic book store. I called Chris. He brought my comics outside. We said a brief hello. I picked my comics up off the floor where he set them and went on my way. It was great. Yeah. See, that's that's how uh, a lot of the, like the health food store, that's how they deliver. The, I mean, that's what the groceries are like. Yeah. You know, we put in an order. Uh, Jennifer put the order in online. I called them to pay for it. They put it outside. Jennifer drove up and took it. Yeah, I went uh, and- I went grocery shopping today, this morning, and it's getting better. I'd say about... Ninety percent of the customers were wearing masks. Hey, and good. About ninety-nine percent of the employees. I did see a couple not wearing masks, but this is a big improvement over not two weeks ago, where it was probably fifty-fifty, both customers and employees. Yeah. And and there's also, I mean, there's a thing around here, a little bit where, for a while, I think I mentioned this. People were like shaking their heads and and like laughing or snickering at people wearing yeah. masks. And then uh like a week or two ago, Jennifer saw a guy basically berate a woman for not wearing a mask until eventually she left the store. And this wasn't an employee, this is just another customer. Yeah. Going, "What are you doing? You know, get out." And it eventually it worked. I've seen some of that stuff online. I've seen too. I I know some people who if they if they haven't actually yelled at strangers to put a mask on have have told me that they wanted to yeah well that's uh you know uh tell someone something in one hand and yell at them and wait hold on that doesn't work hey do you remember by the way uh oh you're going to have to maybe bleep this out oh god but but um <laughs> there's there's the thing uh where where the guy tells his son, we never did it, but there's a guy who's like, well, the kid says, uh, dad, I wish I had a new bike. And the dad says, well, in one hand and wish in the other, see which one fills up faster. And then the kid goes, are you saying that I should myself a new bike? And the dad's like, well, yeah, I guess I am. And then it's a kid behind a shed just straining really hard and eventually he gets a bike uh and uh then the mom says to the kid uh you know she's got her hand resting on her belly she goes how would you like a new baby brother and the kid's like no thanks (laughs) and then that's the end of it we never recorded it because it was a little bit too problematic. I don't. I don't. I knew. I do not remember that. Uh, okay. I would pitch it every once. You know, there was stuff that I would go, "Hey, we should do this sometime." Yeah. An idea uh, that we never. We, an idea that we always threw around but never actually got to doing was the bad accent store. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. And Jennifer was gonna was gonna help us with it. Yeah. That was oh, always, that that was was a, always on, on like the back burner in case we yeah. come up with something. 
And we never did. Uh, never did we, it. we also, of course, our, our famous back burner, uh, Invisible Ping Pong. Invisible. We uh, did that we once. We did that one. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, we did that one once. And it didn't go over as well as we thought it would, Well, right, if it, I remember because correctly. We had, to, we had to pull it out um, because there was a tech issue. A technical issue. issue. Yeah, yeah exactly. we were waiting for a sound cue, and it, what didn't happen, so we just went on. I don't even remember what the bit was or what, you know, what performance yeah. it was. Yeah, I don't either. Do you have it written down where you could uh, tell the people later on? Um, I don't know, but we could. I mean, this is a good uh, segue into Paul and Ben talk about their past performances. Hey, let's do that. We haven't done that one in a while, and yeah. it's a it's a it's a segment free episode up until this point, so it's good to throw one in there. So. <laughs> Ben, where do we uh, where do we leave off, and where are we going? I'm I think I'm not sure about this. I think where we left off was, uh, and I'm gonna have to bleep this again. Pants, mother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that I know was we it. I do that. remember. I do remember talking about that. That yeah. is correct. But the next one was um, April second, two thousand four. Wow. Which is the Murder Files Part One. Street Justice. Oh, that's great. Okay, so uh, for those of you who are, for whatever reason, listening to this uh, as the only episode you've heard so far, Ben and I were performance artists, and we would perform monthly at a cabaret uh, put on by Annex Theater called Spin the Bottle, where uh, we would add a little bit more variety to the variety show. Uh, the The curator at the time, uh, Brett Fetzer, thought that sometimes the shows were overloaded with uh, either too much singing or too much acting. Uh, and so we were there to provide uh, whatever they didn't have enough of. I felt, Does I that felt that, correct? yeah, exactly. I, I felt that our, our, um, our, what we were participation or what we were supposed to do was to provide the um, performance art cheese to the artistic wine. Oh, yeah, there you go. That sounds, that's a very good way to put it. I like it. So, uh, so this is a favorite of mine. Um, and the story, the story that I, I have to mention, and I'm sure that, Ben, we've talked about this enough times. Uh, Andy, friend of the show, has been on the show before. Uh, and I, in the the '90s, so like in the, I want to say, uh, I don't know if it was before or after I went into the Air Force. So it would have been either in the early '90s or in the late '90s, uh, mid to late '90s. We were in a group called the Nonprofits. It was a sketch comedy group, and uh, Andy and I wrote a sketch at one point in time. Uh, that was just called Girlfriend. And Girlfriend was later on taken by another member of the sketch comedy group and done for a short film contest or seminar that he was in. And so I asked Andy if it would be okay for you and I to take Girlfriend and rewrite it as a Goody Lawrence sketch. And he said, yes. <laughs> and so we came up with the, a, a much better name, in my yeah, opinion. Exactly. Uh, the Murder Files Part 1 Street Justice. 
Uh, and uh, we we definitely, I think, originally the the sketch was just the dialogue um, of two cops talking about stuff, but we added uh, like the mustaches, and we. <laughs> We added a lot of long pauses that I think of, really, really... And, uh, yeah, and, like, a lot of, uh... I don't know if, if the uh, subtext was in the original one, but uh, the one cop crumpling up his his empty coffee cup when the other cop says, you know, my girlfriend would give me some of her coffee. Yeah, exactly. That that wasn't there. There was, obvi um, there was obviously some some animosity between these two. Similarities: the butt massage was always, was always the butt massage line was always in there. Um, oh, and then the other thing uh, I got to say is the the this don't make me your girlfriend. Yeah. Line, and the oh I know the oh I know up until the point that you and I did it. Uh, the line oh I know was uh, hastily delivered, loudly delivered, and like you know. Oh, I know the the thing that we brought to it of the self satisfied. <laughs> oh, I know smirk uh, was something that I was uh, very happy to see, and uh, might I add, this was something that we did at Bumbershoot. Yeah, I believe, and it uh, we did it at Sketchfest. Every time that we did this one, it killed. Yeah, we, we pulled this out a number of times. We did it, uh, like you said, at Sketchfest, at Bumbershoot. We also did it before every performance of Naked Ladies. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was uh, Kitty Pool, Murder Files, and then Naked Ladies. That's right, that's right. Uh, <laughs> so sorry, I know that we're not necessarily talking about Naked Ladies right now, but uh, Naked Ladies, we also had Banner Bank turning into Hulk Bank, <laughs> which is still one of my favorite things. <laughs> was yeah, it Brett brought that you was... by Banner Bank. <laughs> Don't make us angry. <laughs> you wouldn't like us when we're angry. Exactly. So uh, there's uh. actually uh, footage of the Murder Files Part 1 Street Justice on the website, uh, at com, but the, the version there is the one that was recorded when we taped Naked Ladies. Ah. Which we did there we... in 2009? Wow. So, I have no idea. So, um, <clears throat> a, a while later. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, so, uh, maybe in the show notes we can have a link to it so that people can see it. Yeah. I just scrolled down a bit. Naked Ladies was in uh, 2008. Wow. Betty would have been two years old. So hard to believe. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's what happened uh, uh, 16 years ago. Wow. The Murder Files Part 1. So, um, yeah, and, and a crowd favorite, I would say. Everyone, yeah. There, well, they, there were there's, sometimes. There's a reason yeah. why we kept doing it is because people liked it and it was easy to do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> easy to forget exactly what we were supposed to do sometimes, <laughs> uh, but it always worked because if you didn't know what you were gonna do, you just stopped talking for a yeah. little while. <laughs> yeah, um, I love a sort sketch of built on silence. You know, I gotta say, now that I think about it, um, the the silence in it. One of the things I I think we benefited from 
uh, ATF of Burlesque, right? Uh, Tom Wisely. Yeah. Uh, had us do uh, an exercise called Three on a Bench. Yeah. As our clowns, where, where you just sat on a bench and it taught that sometimes just looking at people could be funny. Um, just observing two, well, three people, but in this case, right. two people sitting next to each other, uh, sometimes is good enough. And uh, it, I think yeah. that exercise allowed us to um, make that last longer than necessarily we would have done. I think it's if also, we didn't have that experience. Yeah, totally. And it's also one of those exercises that teaches you as a performer that you don't have to be constantly doing something. There yeah. is there is action in silence. There is action in non movement. You know, because when you're like, especially when you're clowning, which is what we were doing at the time, your impulse is to just constantly whack a whack a whack. I do crazy stuff and blah blah blah. Got to make the people laugh. Yeah, but as an audience member, that is exhausting. Yes. Oh, I guess uh, you can tell when people are trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there the was, other thing, I mean, there, the, we had an exercise uh, during the same show, which was, uh, you know, we would sit in a circle, uh, and we're all still in clown, and one clown would enter the circle and just try to make everybody laugh. Yeah. And that was so hard. It really, yeah. It was. It was not good. Oh, um, Tom Walker. Uh, from the Big Soft Titty PNG podcast, Tom okay. Walker has an Amazon Prime special uh, called Very Very, and I loved it. It was it was really great. He he studied uh, clowning for a while, right, and also did some mime stuff, and and my wife uh, Jennifer Pratt, uh, also a, a theater person, uh, trained theater person uh noted that probably part of the reason why it wasn't as well received as maybe uh i had hoped it would be was because it was mime and people they don't like it just on principle (laughs) even though it was a really good show uh when people hear mine sometimes their brain turns off when 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 people what hear the word mime oh the word you're gonna watch a mime thing (laughs) yeah lots of times people don't like it Mimes are the butt of jokes and things like that. And I think um, clowns only slightly ahead of mimes as far as that kind of stuff goes. Yeah. So even when we were doing uh, clown stuff in Goody Lawrence... Oh, and improv. That's the other thing. (laughs) So we... Oh, wait, yeah, and stand-up. People don't... (laughs) We would steer away from any of those terms when describing what it was that we did... We are, there is a uh, lot. There is a line or a moment in Naked Ladies when we make fun of miming. Yes, and uh, I remember the phrase. I'm gonna have to bleep myself again. Look at me, I'm a mother mime. Uh, People love this. <laughs> I'm trapped in a mother right. box. <laughs> that's right. Oh, so uh, the so the uh, the big thing as far as all of that goes is that one of the offshoots of this silent uh clowning kind of thing 
you and I started doing a thing at Spin the Bottle, and we never really talked about it. We just started doing it, uh, which was we would come out uh, before, well, like as Bruce Hall was introducing us. Yeah. Like he would be introducing us and we just sort of wander on stage <laughs> and it always elicited a, a pretty good laugh and stuff like that. Uh, there were, there were a couple of times when there would be a blackout and then it would come up and, and be on us. If it, yeah, but if most it, of the time, if, if the, if, yeah, if the bit specifically required us to be like revealed, then yes. that's what we did. But more often than not, like you said, we just wandered onto the stage Oh, and then Bruce and had to awkwardly uh, excuse himself. Have we ever said how many different performances we've done? Yeah. Um, I counted them all up, uh, give or take a couple, because this might be an old count. Um, I think we've done uh, around 135. Wow, that's incredible because I can remember maybe 20 at one time. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. If I just re read this list that we've been going through, yeah, like you'll remember all of them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, uh, I, Here's one that I had forgotten about that I just remembered. Uh, the mystery box. The mystery box. Yes. Uh, you know, th that kind of thing. Like... All right, but if you if you had to like name name like thirty Goody Lawrence performances, you'd only be able to get to twenty. I think so. Yeah. Um. But but you know what I would do? I would do like a little mental exercise and try to go through a bunch of different. Like I'd think of the different spaces and yeah. which ones we did on that spaces. Do we count oatmeal uh, as a Goody Lawrence sketch? Uh, I think we should, even if we don't. Actually, yeah, we do because I the first one on the list is uh, the improv slideshow. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, because you know we sort of faded in uh, <laughs> a little bit, and uh, it, I I really do appreciate. And this is one of those things that you know you couldn't do it right now in today's culture. Of social distancing right, of and all that stuff. There's there's no way to to sh there's a a thing that George Burns once lamented, uh, and this was in the like I think a, an interview that he gave in the 80s or 90s, whenever it was like close to when he died. That uh, the problem with vaudeville going away was that there was no place to go and be bad at what you were doing. Right. On the vaudeville circuit, you could you could have an act that wasn't any good and continue doing it until it became a good act. Yeah. And he was saying there wasn't really a spot to do that. I think now, of course, we're in a very similar situation with the Internet where anything that you do on the Internet, right, the moment you do it, it's out there and it can be passed around and it can right. – you, you will – there will always be – so, that moment when you sucked. Yeah, if you were bad once, you were going to be always bad because that one time is always going to be there. Although there is there is a redemption arc, I suppose. And I can't think of a specific person right now, but there's there's got to be at least one person who everyone sort of, you know, 
uh, derided for being bad at what they did, who then went on to do something that was really good. Well, can't there think of are, who that. There are like early internet. Uh, I don't want to call them anti-heroes, but the like the Numa Numa guy. Everybody yeah. laughed at the Numa Numa Numa, Numa uh, the Numa Numa guy. But I bet you anything, people will line up to get his autograph at cons. Oh, it's possible, yeah. Um, and and then there are people like Carrot Top, for instance, who, <laughs> like, you watch a you watch him uh, tell a story on a storyteller's thing or something, and it's like, oh, okay, that that was a that was an interesting thing. So, you know what I mean? But he was. It's not like he wasn't a big deal when he started, right? If that makes sense. Well, I mean, like, I, don't, I'm, I don't know his history. I'm sure he paid his dues on the circuit, yeah. as they say. You know, but so I mean, by the time people he, got to know him, he had refined his act. He showed up seemingly overnight, probably not, of course, yeah. uh, as this prop comic, uh, and everyone like used him as a punchline, right? Yeah. And then he got buff and a whole bunch of plastic surgery, which was weird. Yeah, he 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 doesn't look like himself anymore, which is odd. Yeah. But but then, you know, he'll do a show and it's like, "Oh, okay, he's actually pretty good." And why is he pretty good? Probably because he toured a lot. I think and did also a lot of things. I think like one of the reasons Caretop is a is a punching bag. And um, I think he's okay with it. I think he's fine being that punching bag. I saw him do a bit on David Spade's old show and where it was obviously an anti-carrot top bit, but he, he was there. He was game. He was participating. Yeah. yeah that's what, you know, plastic surgery aside, I think he's, he's one of those uh, performers that doesn't care what people think about him. I think about, um, there is something to be said about people who, who will, uh, do who participate in the joke that's at their expense and and sometimes rise above because of it neil patrick harris uh in the harold and kumar go to white castle thing right yeah he he embraced it and he did uh you know uh the other thing lonely island uh michael bolton doing uh that thing do you remember that i i haven't seen that oh okay take a look uh, Michael, Michael Bolton, Bolton on Lonely Island. Michael Bolton did a Lonely Island sketch. Yeah, yeah, it was really good too. All righty. Um, so yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. We like we like it when people. So I guess that would be it. Uh, but but the thing is, Michael Bolton, uh, already a big famous star. Right. You know what's, I mean? he, what's he got uh, to lose from a bunch of twenty-year-olds making fun of him? Yeah, it's not his demographic. So. So I'm still trying to think of someone who on the internet... Well, you, you brought up the Numa Numa guy, which is a good... Someone on the internet who who did a bad job at something, uh, did not seem skilled, but then went on to do uh, a, good, what's, a good job. Uh, what's happened to the Star Wars kid? Has he learned to, uh, to lightsaber? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Star Wars. I... I'm sure that I'm sure that something happened. <laughs> I think I don't know what. I don't uh, uh, song-wise, performance-wise, I don't know. Technical-wise, there are many, many examples out there of people who just like produce crappy videos, but now they've gotten good at it. 
And yeah. So you know, if you find someone you like, you go through, you go back through their YouTube channel or their their um, their work uh, and or whatnot, and you'll find that early on, it's you know, it's terrible. Like there's um there's a YouTube channel called Vsauce, which what it's this you know you've probably heard of it. That's it's, it's yeah. actually branched out into a number of different channels, but it's basically like explaining videos, uh, mostly yes. about like nerdy, sciencey things. Um, in the early days of that channel, the, uh, the host basically, and he admits as much, he, he put thumbnails, like, um, clickbaity thumbnails on his YouTube channels of like, uh, you know, girls in bikinis and whatnot to just, to just get views. Yeah. Yeah. The, Something um, that seemingly is below him. There's, have I told you, talked to you already about all gas, no breaks? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so All Gas No Breaks is a YouTube thing that I found through the public freakout uh, <laughs> subreddit. Yeah. It's a guy who's in a bad suit uh, who goes to places and interviews people. That's basically it. Um, <clears throat> and he's... It, it is one of these cases of he's... He's not necessarily with the people he's interviewing but he's for whatever reason non-threateningly non-threatening enough that they feel okay to drop their guard around him okay so he gets these crazy interviews with people um and it, it might be that they're in on the joke uh but they seem to be really um not not paid actors they they seem to be people who are not, at the event, not friends of the dude, right? Exactly. Yeah. It it feels it feels like it's genuine, and it's it's really interesting. Uh. So so yeah, but every once in a while he participates as well, and he asks just the right thing at just the right time to have them, uh, say something crazy. Uh. <laughs> And right. uh, and I, I I don't want to get into it because some of the stuff is uh, not exactly correct for our ah. for our podcast our audience but, uh, audience yeah too. exactly but but imagine if you will um, okay here's why I would describe it as you remember Borat right yeah. what Sasha Baron Cohen did uh, imagine someone who can get people to do that kind of stuff but he's not doing a character he's just a guy. Okay. It's like that kind of. Uh where the where the person being interviewed is the real story and he's just sort of there facilitating it. Gotcha. That's what it feels like to me. Okay. All gas. And he no goes breaks. he goes to all sorts of different places, uh like uh border control conventions, uh area fifty one uh raiding party thing the thing that people did right, burning man yeah. uh donald trump jr was signing books and he showed up there that one is uh more more recent i guess but yeah not necessarily something that i would normally be interested in but the whole reason i'm drawn to uh public freakout in general is the same reason why i i enjoy seeing accurate depictions of bizarre human behavior <laughs> and for whatever reason the they need to uh, learn how to be like them well i or or at least like 
I think learn after what watching not to this, do. I know a little bit more about what not to do if someone's trying to start a fight with me. I don't know yeah. if it's true or not, but it seems like it. And and the thing is also uh, being able to pick out fake videos. Uh, after watching a whole bunch of these, you can tell when something's fake because you just get a feel for it because the ones that are legitimate, which there are a lot of, um, have a different feel to them. Ooh, right. Uh, by the way, one of the ones I just saw recently, which I, I was planning on bringing up to you, uh, there's a guy who's in a Walmart and the lingerie section, there's a fire. And the guy who's in there uh, is like, what's everybody running away for? Doesn't this place have it? And he sees a fire extinguisher. So he goes and gets a fire extinguisher. And then he puts the fire out. And then he's just walking out going, you're welcome. (laughs) And then asking people if they saw him put out the fire and stuff like that. It was pretty... And of course, you know, uh, because it's Reddit, there's a guy going, well, he probably set that fire. Um, I don't think that so. That doesn't mean, doesn't mean that, you know, he knew that everybody was just going to bolt for the door. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing is I, you, see him, you see him first recording it as just, this is crazy. And then you see him like, well, you don't see him. You, you know, he's recording. Oh, he's the uh, cameraman. Okay. He yeah, he's not he's not recording himself. Um uh, well, he does no, you do see him recording himself eventually. But yeah, for a while he's just like is no one going to do it? Okay, I guess I'll go and do it. And then he does it. And it's uh it's pretty pretty cool. But, you know, it's one of those things of uh you're worried that he's going to get in trouble because someone at Walmart is going to say that he used their fire extinguisher without being right. authorized to or whatever. Um, although there is a little bit of a Wild West feel to the world right now where, you know, if you're if you're there and you do it, you might get in trouble, but you might not. Well, that's that's America, right? You know, yeah. somebody might inhale uh, some fumes from the, fu- from the fire extinguisher and then sue Walmart. He mentioned that he accidentally... Uh, Sprayed someone. <laughs> he mentioned that there was someone that he that he because it was smoky and he couldn't see, so he might have actually sprayed someone. And he was uh, saying he felt a little bad about it, but he couldn't see. So um, anyway, kind of cool. Uh, I'm sure if you frequent uh, Reddit at all, you'll see it eventually. And yeah, uh, not on Twitter. Not on Twitter. Feeling good about not being on Twitter. Um. It, the so, thing that's good about Twitter is that if I want to see what a large group of people think about something, I can look it up on Twitter. The bad part is that if I alter my search terms just a little bit, I can see people with a completely different uh, view on the subject. You know, you yeah. can get into pockets where it looks like everyone thinks the same way, but then they don't. Yeah. So do you, are, you, are you bereft of news these days? Oh yeah, actually that's a that's a good point. Um did something come happen in the, the last couple of days that you could uh ask me about and I can tell you if uh, I know. Well, no, the only the only thing that comes to mind right now is just something that happened today uh where the Senate passed a bill that said the FBI can review your browser history without a warrant. Oh. 
Interesting. That is interesting. Um, but the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest, uh, you know, the uh, the most sensational news, I guess, lately in this last week has been that um, two female reporters bullied Trump into ending one of his press conferences early. Hmm. Really? And if if you watch the video, he because he he can't handle he can't handle a you know women uh, and b hard questions, and uh, so he was he was getting pressed, and he's like, "That's enough. Thank you. Good night." Oh wow! Yeah, and just and just walked away like a like a a sullen rock star on MTV <laughs> who doesn't yeah. want to talk about their new album for some reason. Actually, speaking of public freakout, I heard the story that Adam Driver actually walked out of an interview with uh, Terry Gross on Fresh Air because she dared to play a clip from one of his movies. And Ooh. Adam Driver does not like listening or watching Adam Driver. Interesting. And I'm like, why? I... What? Did, did, that's part of the job, dude. <laughs> But okay, here so here's the thing I would say about that. Um If you're Terry Gross, right? And you're recording Fresh Air and Adam Driver's there. And you know that Adam Driver uh doesn't like watching himself. You can say, "Okay, so Adam, I'm not going to play this here in the studio. Uh we're going to we're going to put this into the interview and then uh, I'm going to ask you about the scene. Cause I'm sure that you remember the scene that we're going to be talking about. Um, so we've just played the clip. Uh, what do you, what did you think about this scene? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like you well, don't there are have many to... things that could have happened, but what did happen was that he, <laughs> he, he walked out of an interview. I'm sorry. That, that is awesome. <laughs> That that might be the the best. That might be the best way to get me off of a tangent I've ever heard. And everyone should bookmark this for the reference. Speaking of bookmarking this for the reference, hey buddy, buddy. I think she's coming. Is she awake? Maybe. Yeah, she's coming. Um, so yeah, uh, it's uh, it's definitely something that I personally uh, have a bad habit of. As again, uh, Jennifer is around me the most, so she's uh, she she's uh, chided other people for doing this as well. But the idea is that you come up with an idea and it sounds good. And because your idea sounds good and plausible, you mistake that for what is actually going on. <laughs> you create your own bad, reality. Exactly. And it's a, it's a bad habit, but people on Twitter do it a lot. Uh, because somebody makes it up and then somebody else uh, co-signs it, basically. And then there yeah. you have it. So, um, she is coming. Uh, I don't know exactly big. how. Well, I am in the basement, and uh, she's uh, she's upstairs. 
I still don't see her. Uh, okay. Well, while we're waiting, do you uh, still have, have you... the uh, do you still have the pod pod? Yeah, yeah, we do. Have you ever uh, shot a blowgun before? Hey, uh, Dad. Yeah. What's up, Eddie? I'm uh, not gonna be doing this. I'm kind of sleepy. Okay. I love you. Bye. Okay, so she's sleepy. Okay. Uh, so she's not going to do it. But yeah, have you ever shot a blowgun before? Uh, only a toy one. Because I... Uh, here's the thing, right? I opened <laughs> I up I grew up in an era pod. where there were toy po- uh, toy blowguns. Uh, oh, that's, that's something else. Uh, Jennifer has bought me something, and I don't know what it is. It's for my birthday tomorrow. Uh, toy blowgun. And I don't think it's toy blowgun. If it is, though, we we win some money probably. Um, yeah. But no, I was just looking at a piece of PVC, uh, a thin piece of PVC that we used to make the pod pod uh, that was left over. Yeah. And I think you could make a blowgun out of it. How thin? Because the th- isn't the point of a blowgun is that the projectile is the same diameter as the inside of the gun? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, how, so what are you, what are you, what are you blowing? When I was a, well, I don't have any, that's the thing is I don't have any ammo for it. But when I was a kid, a friend of mine had a blowgun and what you shot was, it was a, you had like a needle and a, like a bead, a plastic bead, a bright plastic bead. And you'd like that. And it would get stuck in the, uh, you know, Animal yeah. or Brought whatever. Brought to you by Hasbro. Yeah. Well, Hasbro. Did you know Hasbro does D and D now? They own Wizards of the Coast. I did not know that. Yeah, I may have learned crazy. that in the past, but I did not care to remember it. Yeah. Um. It's it, and guess where that is? Seattle, Washington. Renton. Wizards of the Coast. And oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, Wizards of the Coast used to be in Seattle, but then they moved. I don't know where the yeah there when, was a there was a big store on the Ave when I was going to college. Wizards, that's, Wizards of the yeah. Coast had a big presence there. Yep, uh, I had friends was, who worked there. Really? Anyone yeah. I know? Gilson. What? Yeah. Gilson. Yeah. What did he do at Wizards of the Coast? I have no idea. Well, uh, gosh, I'm. <laughs> I I wish I had known that. Uh, when he and I were seeing each other regularly, I would have asked him all about it. <laughs> you probably still can. Uh, I know that there's also, uh, 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 Rachel Jackson, uh, did puppet things with this one guy and the one guy that she did puppet things with, uh, worked at Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Um, I think I applied for a job there a number of years ago. Yeah. I also applied for a job and I talked to him about it and he didn't know me well enough to really, you know, yeah. Want me to ask him to help me? <laughs> if that makes sense. But he's really good and he's yeah. uh he's a cool puppet guy. I don't, uh, I don't know sure. who you're talking about, but I don't think I knew that when I applied for a job. I think I was applying for like, you know, a video producer, video editor position and it was oh, one of those see. things where it's like you don't even you don't even get an interview. Yeah. They don't even, I, they don't even call you to tell you they're not even gonna consider you. I wanted to do magic, uh the gathering or D and D. Uh, story stuff. We and interviewed a guy. Was, yeah, oh, keep going. Yeah. Oh, the problem was that I wasn't playing those games. I play them uh, 
sometimes, but I wasn't playing them actively at the time, ah. uh, which uh, caused me issues. We, on the Perfect Bomb podcast, we interview, interviewed a guy who actually, his job at first was with Wizards of the Coast painting magic cards. Oh, that's pretty cool. And now he's like one of their art directors. Oh, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. Jeff um, Carpenter, look him up. Hey, Jeff Carpenter. And with that... <laughs> and with that, uh, we've come to the end. Yeah. Um, title of the episode, Jeff Carpenter. <laughs> Every, all the way through, people were like, why are we? Ta- why is it called Jeff Carpenter? Uh, and, and hey, uh, if Jeff ever wants to be a guest on this podcast, <laughs> uh, feel free, Jeff. Because... Um, you know we're we're all about community here on the Goody Learns hey, podcast. Speaking of community, I'm gonna I got some TV to watch when I get hey, home. Hey, it's elementary, my dear boy. Keep it wrong. <laughs> all right, keep it wrong, sir. I'll talk. Oh, I hey, uh, by the way, I sent you an email regarding scheduling, so check your email. Oh, okay, sure. Um, I'm sure that I'm fine with whatever. I will uh, get back to you. All righty, cool. And 4 p.m. on, on note, Saturday. <laughs> oh yeah, four four p.m. Whose time? Uh, your time. Oh yeah, sure. That sounds great. I'll, right on. Uh, I'll get off this call and confirm it. Cool. And uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. All right. Thanks, Talk ben. to you later. Yep. Yep. Keep it wrong. Keep it wrong. I'll uh, yeah. take care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. Four p.m. Saturday.